Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. This is just a normal episode of Oldie But A Goodie, mm. the show where we look at uh, various films that came out during this yep. week, back in the year 1984. We choose one of the films that came out, we watch it, we do full synopsis, spoiler, reviews. So watch out if you want to watch anything we're talking about today. My name is Sanjo. As always, I'm joined by Zach for this very normal episode. Hello, yes, it is I for this normal episode with no one else but Sandro, my friend here. And I'm Sandy, and I'm... Whoa! <laughs> and I'm very angry. What do you mean you're angry? This is just a normal episode where we're talking about perfectly fine movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So welcome, everyone, to the point where we complain about a movie for two hours. It's going to mm. be a good time. <laughs> I can't believe I let you get me involved in this. <laughs> yeah. can't believe I volunteered. I actually liked one of these movies. I'm just going to say that. I liked one of them a lot. So Which one? I really hope it's the one I'm thinking of right now <laughs> and not the other one. We're talking about two films this year. One, uh, this, yep, just this year. We're spending all year <laughs> talking about two God films. Thank God it's over. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. wait, no. Oh, wait, no. You mean we have to talk about this for a whole year? Yeah. <laughs> No, an entire year we're spending talking about these two films. <laughs> okay, even that would make me hate what the one film yeah. that I liked. <laughs> that yep. would be like a very, very special hell. Yeah. Uh, no, this week we're talking about two films. One film did come out this week back in 1984. The mm. other film was an option when Sandy was on last and we thought, hey, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if we did it on episode 69? Turns out, <laughs> no. not fun at all. It's no. not it- nice. <laughs> I watched it on a big TV, and and I shouldn't have. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right in the living room for the family to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, by myself, but... Okay. But, you know. Oh, okay. Sort mm. of bad in a different way, watching that I by I feel like yourself. your housemates would have enjoyed it. <laughs> they walked past once or twice, and they just kind of made, like, a, like yeah. noises. Hey, I made that face while watching the whole film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about Blame It on Rio. Now, mm. the premise of that movie when uh, it was first an option was two best friends go to Rio and then continue to fall in love with each other's daughters. That's not actually what the film is. Wow. No, I was surprised. I kept waiting for yeah. the other shoe to drop, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure who put that synopsis thing in our options, but it was wrong. However, everyone does <laughs> sort of cheat on everyone, so that, that is a part of the film, I Maybe guess. Maybe even, yeah. like, the person writing the IMD blurb IMDb blurb couldn't even, even like bring themselves yeah. to finish the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finish the film. Just like, eh, this'll do. I've watched the first like ten minutes. I'm done. Uh, and the other film we're talking about is Love Letters, which we'll talk about in a second. If you do want to jump to our Blame It on Rio review, uh, the time uh, the time thing will be in the episode description. But first, Sandy. You gotta plug a podcast that you're on. Oh, I super am. Thank you so much for bringing it up. I keep going for my like inbuilt mic in my earphones, which is not the one that I'm using. Mm. I'm using 
<laughs> a mm. different desk mic, but I keep like holding it up to my mouth like I'm on a phone call. Mm. Um, yeah, not this week, but last week, our podcast Ooh. e-literature finally dropped. Me and Samantha De Los Angeles have um, started a classic literature comedy podcast where I explain a work of classic literature to Samantha, who's never read it before, but who is a very, very funny woman. Um, with many, many insights that um, <laughs> really, really bring the dusty old pages to life. So wow, if you're interested nice. in comedy or classic literature or neither, um, you should definitely check it out. That's my plug. Awesome. And by the time this episode's out, there should be three episodes on the pilot uh, available if you check yes. it out. So fun times. Check that oh, out. Yeah, link in the description. Yeah. Thanks. Eats. Also, um, I mentioned it last week, but it was at the end, so chances are a lot of people stop listening by that point but uh my other podcast nerd out which i do with rob lloyd and jen spears yeah. is back we're back over the power of the internet it's more called nerd in at this point because we're all inside <laughs> just talking about things that we watch and things that we read uh it's a lot of fun so um that's up there every friday and then also there's like a spin-off show coming out on wednesday on that as well so there's two shows a week Check oh it God. out if you want. Busy B. That other show is co-hosted and edited uh, by my friend Reese, who Zach would know because we all went to a water park like six years ago. <gasps> oh my gosh. It was great. <laughs> Which one? Is it the Ge- Geelong Adventure Park? Oh my God. I used yeah. to know like every, every single person who acted as a pirate at that park because I did yeah. like <laughs> musical theatre in Geelong and every single person had a summer job at Adventure whatever. Wow, that's and great. they were all pirates. That's pretty so, good. That's um, amazing. <laughs> you're two degrees away from a childhood celebrity. Wow. Well, yeah, there we go. Uh, Zach, you'll be on that show at some point. Yes, I will be. Although I have to check out Sandy's show because it has a funny woman on it. And that's way better than <laughs> yeah. our usual shows. Yeah. Luckily, we're changing it this week. <laughs> <laughs> Try to bring in that, that precious, precious 50% yep. of the population. No, just a funny person in general. Oh. <laughs> we really need that in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, let's talk about love letters up top. Um, first of all, there were no other options for this week, so we were basically forced to watch it. It did come out April the 27th, though, in 1984, mm. saying that it did play at festivals all throughout 1983, had a few limited preview screenings in January and February as it well. It seems like a festival film, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Just kind of slow vague, full of ennui. <laughs> mm. It's true. Just that one sort of, like, glockenspiel music. <laughs> what is it? Oh, microphone yeah. Kind of, mm-hmm. like, boom. Yeah, you're and right. It makes you feel like Jaws is about to come and eat her, even though she's standing in the middle of a recording studio. Yeah. yeah. A lot of royalty-free classical music just put in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, mm, Chopin. Like, like, that's not the most basic bitch thing in the mm. classical oeuvre. <laughs> Um, it's written and directed by Amy Holden Jones, who is not only the first female director that we've covered this year, maybe the first female director we've ever done on the podcast, which is not wow, good. Wow, that's pretty sad. Uh, yeah. I think there was one. I don't know. I can't remember. As my grandmother would say, I've had a sleep since then, so I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Um, I'm going to use that. Yeah. We're finally doing a female director. Uh, in the 80s. That's good. It's a s- second movie after a horror film uh, in 82 called The Slumber Party Massacre, which is apparently really good. Might check it Sounds out. Sounds way more interesting than this one. That's fair yeah. enough. 
Um, she's also credited as a writer on the first ever Beethoven movie. You know, oh, hey. Beethoven the dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She, she wrote that. Nice. Didn't he play soccer or something? <laughs> yeah, probably. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> he plays some sort of sport. Oh, was that Airbud? There's like more than one golden retriever that like plays sports. Yes. Very specifically, golden retrievers, and very specifically, it's not against the rules for a dog to be <laughs> sighted yeah. in. Uh, for the cast, Jamie Lee Curtis is the star. She plays Anna Winter, who is a radio host. At this point, she had already done two Halloween films, was a rising star in the horror scene. This was her first mm. proper drama role. Uh, she mm. did like three or four films in 1994, so good on her. We'll be seeing a lot of her later on in the year uh, in mm. upcoming options. I kept waiting for her to get murdered, actually. Yeah. It, it is filmed like a horror film, isn't it? It mm. is a little bit. And I was like, oh, I don't know if it's just because just it's Jamie Lee Curtis or if it's like this Trent Reznor-style <laughs> music, sort of. She does have mm. that I'm-about-to-get-murder look on her face half yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There is that moment where there is a bit of a darker not twist but like a darker moment in the last oh, half hour when her are we spoiling it can i yeah we're spoiling yeah, it yeah. go ahead <laughs> okay when when her dad like goes oh, for yeah. her like yeah mm. yeah yeah freaks out i immediately as soon as that part happened and this is this is pretty standard for me when i'm watching a film but as soon as that part happened i'm like wait what and then i went to wikipedia <laughs> to just like a confirmation of what i just saw <laughs> yeah that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Like, what, and was there like subtext of like other kinds of abuse that I failed to pick up on? <laughs> mm. But yeah. apparently not. Apparently it was just he's just an alcoholic that yeah. kind of lashes out. He may have abused her. That's a, like there's a bit of that, but mm. they yeah. don't really go into it. I think he was just a bad dad because he was drunk half the time. Yeah. Also, waving a gun at your daughter is probably a bad mm. dad move. Just just off the mm-hmm. top of my head. That scene weirdly affected me because it was like shot like you were the kid yeah and it was like this is oh it's very intense it was it was really well done mm. and i thought that it, he was a really good choice at, for that character just because he he was kind of small and short and frail and not like what you would expect mm. you know he wasn't this big big scary you know threatening guy so mm. it was kind of i guess Showing showing how, like, it's not necessarily the obvious person who, who you'd think would, would sort of be. Mm, yeah, it's not like a big, bald, tattooed guy who's being scared. <laughs> yeah. It's just like an <laughs> average Joe. Hang on, are you t- describing every single angry dad that we've done this year so far, Zach? <laughs> Is that? Mm, yep. <laughs> uh, uh, almost, yeah. He's pretty much an unknown actor. I couldn't find much mm. about him, so... He was good. Yeah, he's really good in this. What did you think of James Keach, who plays Oliver Andrews, the photographer guy that she has an affair with? Mm. He's kind of... He's okay. I just thought there was, like, nothing... His it was just dead behind his eyes it was just like an empty <laughs> void yeah, yeah yeah that's the person who i expected to murder the other person <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Um, we, when she sits down to have her the photos taken of her it's literally mm. like <laughs> there's like five serial killers out there who like lured <laughs> women that way like oh uh, you look like a model i want to take photos of you and then yeah. like okay no he gave me super creepy vibes and was mm. kind of the reason yeah. I felt like she was going to get murdered. Because he shows up at her workplace to stare at her for like half an hour. And yep. then, you know, invites her out and then's all creepy and is like, Oh, I'm 
I'm older than you, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, well, this haunted marimba plays in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're not 17 and my friend's daughter. At least that's not a thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, again, Jesus. we'll get into that. It's grosser than you think. Um, great. Yeah, I, think... I was like, I was expecting it to be pretty gross, but I thought it would at least be like cute and fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it it kind of is in places, but in other places, it made me write you in my notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One of the reasons why I think we all have that opinion about James Keach is he's not really an actor. He was in a bunch of National Lampoon movies, but has just directed mm. a lot of stuff for television, including something like twenty-five oh. episodes of Doctor Quinn, Medical Woman. <laughs> He's directed, like, heaps of that show. So, huh. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I'll quickly go through the synopsis before we do the cost and, like, rate it and everything. The general idea of this movie is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, uh, she dies, and um, while going through all of her belongings, Curtis finds a box full of love letters between her and uh, another married individual called George or Joseph or something, whatever his name is. Um, she kind of gets obsessed with this idea of... I think and... it's a romanticization of, like, the affair. I think it is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And romance and cheating. And... Ooh, affairs are romantic. Mm. And maybe it's partly because she hates her dad, which, like, fair enough. That mm. as well. So as soon as uh, this... Oliver character comes to her work she you know gets in a casualish relationship with him but then she wants more of a commitment she, she, she wants him to hate his wife mm. which he doesn't and so uh you know she does what any normal person would do she goes over to his house uh creeps on the family smashes his car they fight mm. um any rational human being would do. Any rational thing. The wife sees. She gets angry. I don't understand that. But Jamie Lee Curtis is like, you still love your wife. We're done. And then she burns all the letters. That's pretty much what the film is. Mm. Mm. I really like the way they did the letter burning mm. on the mm. hot plate. I'm like, ooh. It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. The drama. Yeah. <laughs> like, fire. Like, a fireplace has been done. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of annoyed with the main character of this whole film. I was like... Everyone's telling you this is a bad idea. Your friend's telling you. Uh, the guy you're going out with is saying you need to break it up. Mm. I yeah. think if it wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis, I would oh, agree. Yeah. But because it was her... I... I thought she was a great actor. No, I just hated her character. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Not not her herself. I thought she was great in this. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. That whole bit where she's like, oh... I don't want to go to San Francisco, even though it'd be great for my career, because... Oh, yeah, that was it. That was the bit that made me really mad. Maybe I can marry this already married dude, yeah. Screw the Mm. guy. Not literally. Um, Go to the stupid radio Maybe stop screwing the guy. (laughs) Yeah, stop screwing the guy. Maybe start screwing your future. (laughs) No, stop screwing your future. No! (laughs) No, make sweet love to your future. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do really like the scene, though, where the... Um, the co-worker who ends up getting that job comes back and is like, thank you for that. Like, that was a cool scene. Mm, mm. It was interesting. Because it kind of feels like, it feels like it's trying to say something. This whole film feels like it's trying to say something, but it doesn't really commit. It's not that it's too subtle. It's just that it falls into a lot of the genre trappings of, well, we've got to have a lot of nudity in there, don't we? And stuff <laughs> like that. And it kind of takes away from the meaningful aspects of the film i think yeah 
Yeah. Although saying that, Zach, the sex scenes mm. in this movie didn't have any music very similar to Reckless. Was it as awkward as Reckless? What do you think? Uh, it was on par almost. Um, okay. I actually didn't notice, but I think maybe I was hyper aware of the creepy marimba under the yeah. rest of the movie, mm. that it was actually like a relief to not hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, honestly. Mm. I didn't mind it. I liked the... Mm. um. I like the atmosphere of this movie as well. I'm bad to review this movie because I hate romances. And it has all the tropes of why I hate romances like this. I feel like this is an anti-romance film, though. Well, yeah, is it? Is it, though? (laughs) It's That's the problem for me. Because she ditches her career and, like, freaks out over this. I mean, yeah, at the end, they break up and it's very sad. So, you know, it's... uh, Yeah. Well, it deconstructs mm. romance, right? It's just not my type of movie, you know? Yeah, it's fair enough. Um, I was going to say I loved the opening with the mm. burning letter. I thought that was very poetic and and sort of timeless for a 1984 film, I thought. Um, but then, of course, after that, we get the most 80s fire star wipe transition <laughs> sort of ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the font. Oh, the font. What did you think of the font? It was real special. I felt like I was in, like, Drive starring Ryan Gosling. That's I was what like... I was thinking as well, yeah. And there's palm trees. Mm. Are we in California? Was that LA or something? Um, and the only other note I had was <laughs> from the scene with the dad, the first time he kind of snaps at her, and <laughs> and um, it was just the, I'm all right, he yelled, unallrightly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. So that was my takeaway. Cool. <laughs> Uh, before we rate it, very quickly, um, no, there's no reviews for this movie. It's got an mm-hmm. audience score of 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't very high. Wow, but it's yeah. also got 3.5 out of 4 stars from Roger Ebert, so it seems like the critics that did see it liked it, audience that saw it didn't like it. Hmm. Um, it was made for $600,000. Mm. Okay, wait, where did that all go? Yeah. It was all the vinyl records. <laughs> on that piano. <laughs> <laughs> on the piano. <laughs> on the piano he bought her. Uh, yeah. What do you think it made, though? 20? 20 mil? $4. <laughs> $4. Dollars. We had a movie. Didn't we Didn't we have a movie that was like that? That it made, like, 30 or something? Yeah, I think it was Crackers or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It made 5 million, so. Oh, 5. Yeah. That's pr- pretty good for a small film. Mm. Let's wrap up our review of Love Letters and rate it, uh, starting with Zach. Is an oldie or a goodie? I'm not sure. It's not my type of movie, but I think the movie was all right. Like, it was a good movie. I don't know if I'd suggest it to anyone, though. There's probably better romances out there, so I'm going to have to rate it an oldie. Yeah. How about you, Sandy? Yeah, I'd probably agree with Zach on this one. Mm. I didn't really find anything particularly... Um... Yeah, nothing, nothing really crazy about it. Although I did mm, like yeah. the ending somewhat. It had good moments, but overall, like, I get the critics love it. Audience mm. hates it. It's generally the way it is with super boring movies like this one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Shots fired at stupid boring movies. Uh, so that's two oldies from you two. I'm going to give it a goodie because I am a critic. Uh, no. Whoa, um, that's fair. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. I like. I just like the vibe this film set. It kind of set up an atmosphere at the start of the scene, just let you sit in it, whether it's like a... God, what a film critic. ...uncomfortable atmosphere or a sexy atmosphere. Now that wasn't really ever the case Uh um (laughs) i enjoyed it for what it was but it's nothing it's not an ice man but i would say it's better than like romancing the stone in my opinion so that is love letters let's get into the main star of the show 
blame Jesus it Christ. on Rio. His <laughs> his information about who's in it and why. Nice. Uh, it was released February 17th. It's directed by Stanley Donan. Now, if you're like, mm. hey, that name sounds familiar, that's because he directed Singing in the Rain. He directed mm. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. He directed Funny fuck? Face. He directed On the Town. He directed mm. Charade and a bunch of other classic movies from like the 50s, the 60s, the 70s that a lot of people, including myself, and I'm sure you guys are a big fan of. Do you know what we had to watch? We had to watch this film. <laughs> this is his worst rated film, by the way. On Rotten Tomatoes, this is his worst rated film by quite a bit. I don't know. Is it the pedophilia, Zach? I, it might be. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I'm not sure, you know? I think that's probably an element of it. Um, mm. It's also his last movie, and he didn't write it, so maybe it was just a retirement thing? You either die, the director of Singing in the Rain, or you live long enough <laughs> to, to uh, make a movie about fucking teenagers. <laughs> yeah. It might have been the um, bad acting. That might have also been part of it. Yeah. Also, the directing is awful. He directs this like a stage play. It is a bit, isn't it? It's like a Doors farce yeah. in some ways, yeah. in some parts. Especially the guy who plays Victor. Mm. Like, all of his lines were delivered like he was projecting to an audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's weird. It's very strange. I was trying to find out why he made this movie, but I couldn't. So I'm guessing it's probably just like a money thing. Yeah. I, th- I think the clue would probably be in like his criminal record. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, he directed it. But who does it star? It stars Michael Caine as Matthew Hollis. Um, if you're like wondering, but it's 84. Maybe this was before he was a big thing. Nope. No, he was an Oscar-nominated actor at this point. What in the mm. actual fuck? Also, <laughs> while we're on Michael Caine. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Who'd have thought the answer to the question, what was Michael Caine doing in 1984, was you don't want to know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but wow. I mean, they couldn't have picked a hotter dude. <laughs> like a young Christopher Plummer type? Like, like an actual, like, hot daddy? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. You were doing... Sorry, your criticism right now is the dad wasn't hot. Well, I just... I just... Uh, my willing suspension of disbelief is just... It's not... It's not satisfying. <laughs> he looks like my nan. Like, the glasses, the finger wave, looking at his He was fine. I thought, you know, he has that accent, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm Michael okay. Zach and I were talking about this earlier, just like being like, why did the cast join up for this film, especially for Michael Caine? It's because the director did Singing in the Rain, right? That's yeah, the reason. absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know and people true. were like, wow, this is like, it made really good films. Let's jump on his films. That poor girl was like, this is going to be my big break. Yeah, oh, we'll get to that. We oh, will no. get to her. Oh, no, there's a story. Uh, before we get to her, though, Demi Moore is also in this as Nikki Hollis. She's from like A Few Good Men. Ghost, obviously, if these walls could talk, she got a Golden Globe nomination off that. She's not really in this film much. No, she's got like 15 minutes max. Mm. She plays Michael Caine's daughter, Nikki. I just, it makes, it makes, it gives me some solace to think that while all of this bullshit's happening, she's just having a lovely time in Rio. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is kind of funny. Like, at least we have that, right? Yeah, we do see it because she, like, uh, paraglides at one point and stuff, and that looks right. You know, and there's that boy, Diego, or some shit. Uh, We've also got Joseph. Bolenia as Victor Lyons, which is Michael Caine's best friend. He's from Cops and Robbers, also a film called Transylvania 6-5000, which is apparently really fun. Um, he's 
usually a good actor, but in this, mm. I thought he was awful. <laughs> <laughs> he was weird, because he did seem the hotter of the two dads, I would have said. Yeah. So I was really yeah. waiting for him to to go banging the other one's daughter and, you know, have that. <laughs> I know, I kept waiting for that. But it, yeah. it, it never happened. On one hand, I'm disappointed. On the other hand, good. Um, but also somehow, and I don't know if this is just the, the magic of Michael Caine, but mm. I feel like it would have been less gross mm. <laughs> somehow. If they were both. Ugh. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> oh, just his face. He's <laughs> just really not a fan of Michael Caine, huh? It's just I don't need to see it that close <laughs> up. <laughs> There's a point. There's a point as well where um, yeah. where Jennifer is like writing him a letter and she says, "I love your small little British teeth" or something. Like that. <laughs> That's in the diary. That's in the diary. I remember the that. Diary. I was like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking about Jennifer, she's played by Michelle Johnson. Woo. This is her first ever movie. She hasn't done much before this, and um, she was 17. Oh no! She was 17 when she shot this. No. She had to get permission from a judge to appear topless throughout this movie. Wow. And that's kind of gross. Well, that yeah. judge did not do his job because <laughs> no, <laughs> this should not have happened. Yeah, I think it's the case of it's the director of Singing in the Rain. Yeah, no, it's like, finally, I get into a great film, like, director of a films. This is the guy who did Singing in the Rain. This is my breakout career. I'm sure going to choose this over any other option. Am I right, Sandra? Poor baby. It's got 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. <laughs> as as we might have mentioned, if not, it's got 8%. And it's the worst rated film yep. of his career. Of so his career. Go. Probably Michael Caine's as well, maybe. Yeah, probably. Has he done anything worse? Like, I... <laughs> I yeah, I don't think so. I find it difficult to believe that he, that he has. Uh, it's got an audience score of 39%. Which feels too high. 5.8 on IMDb, also too high. 22% on Metacritic, though. Uh, pretty negative on everything else. Um, a lot of c- critics at the time were like, well, it's only February, but this is the worst film of the year. <laughs> so Good. <laughs> good. Uh, and no idea how much this cost. What do you think it costs to make this? In legal fees? Yep. Because this movie is a crime. This movie <laughs> should be in jail. <laughs> wow. I think it's 20 years is what I... <laughs> This film, this film costs 20 years. Yes. Hard time. Or well, zero if you're a powerful Catholic, am I right? Woof. Hey. Was that too edgy? Spicy. Spicy content. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it made about 18 and a half million, which is way too much. Let's go through the plot. Oh, boy. At the start. Oh, we've got a funky jam. Gird your loins, lads. I hate to the music for all of this <laughs> Blame it on Rio. Uh, I will not. I will not. It's not Rio's fault. What a what a funky jam of banging each other's daughters. Is what I wrote down. Uh, uh, I can't believe they made a song for this. It was made for the. It was made for the. Yeah, because they literally go blame it on Rio or whatever in it, like the title of the movie. So they absolutely made this garbage for this garbage. That um, means that they were expecting the soundtrack to chart, which means they were expecting this to be a thing. Oh, yeah, because they got the wow. director of Singing of the Rain in here. Can you it's imagine what the culture would be if they'd been right? Oh, God. If this had been a successful movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't want to live in that world. Maybe don't. Maybe mm. don't imagine that. Yeah, I'm trying not to. 
Um, I tell you what, people would still like Woody Allen movies, probably. Hey. Uh, oh. Uh, oh boy. Um, my comment on the opening credits was, I love the geometric '80s look. I was hoping they would zoom out to reveal that it was a windbreaker. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. That would have been great. That mm. would have been really good. There, I just came up with a better idea than the entire movie. Wow. So the framing device of this movie is uh, Michael Caine and Michelle Johnson being interviewed? Yeah. Or monologuing at the camera? <laughs> it's like a... My comment on that was, are these the police tapes? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought as well. Is it... <laughs> yeah, the police tapes. This is the interrogation. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, uh, <laughs> and that's why it sounds like he's making excuses. Yes. Uh, that's funny. I thought it was just like uh, one of those TV shows where they're kicking people off the island. And they're like, <laughs> you banged my daughter. I'm kicking you off the island. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. But they narrate. And everyone they knows narrate. that narration is good. The opening joke of this movie mm-hmm. is Michael came talking about how he was sent to an island for work and he he sent his um oh, oh, his, his girlfriend at the time a bunch of postcards that he's yeah, had one oof. one word on them and they were oh, meant God. to say found a virgin paradise it's yours Matthew but they sent it in the wrong order and so what she received was found a virgin it's paradise yours Matthew <laughs> and that's the joke that's the opening joke of the movie so first off you're relying on the postal service and spending extra money to send multiple letters <laughs> for no reason. Third off, you didn't uh, use numbers to like so that you could tell which order they went in. Third off, why would you put? A, I've said third off twice now. Why would you put virgin as just one letter? Why would you use that word? And it's a that's a that's a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, 20th off. Why? <laughs> Just avoid the word virgin altogether. It's probably the safest way to go about your life. Found a yeah. paradise. Yours done. You didn't need to put virgin paradise. He just cut out that word and that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. 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 Suppose it really jumps you into this film, isn't it? It, it does. Immediately, mm. I was like, yeah, I, I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like straight from the get go. Yeah. Yeah, when they describe the city as sensuous. Mm. Yeah, I was just like, nah, I can't. Mm. I can't do this. I wish I had oh more alcohol for this film. It's a rough opening. We also see um, Michael Caine and his friend Victor at work, and it feels like all the dialogue is overdubbed or something. I'm not sure. There's so much dubbing. I felt like most of the movie's dialogue was overdubbed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when they're at the beach at some point, it, it they're like very clearly dubbed over because you can see them talking yeah at certain points their mouths don't actually match what they're saying it's in the film. very weird yeah. yeah i have a few quotes from this film go for it um all of which i think are michael kane quotes <laughs> <laughs> he says some pretty wild stuff uh he says they're talking about how he's got a divorce and all these lawyers are sending him demands from his his wife and so Michael Caine's like, you never know. Maybe the divorce will save the marriage. It does. So it turns out it does. It does. At the very end, which really ruins that quote for me. <laughs> they put foreshadowing in this movie. Yeah. God damn it. I love the weird little black cubicle he is. He's in in the mid- in the <laughs> like the middle of the office. 
<laughs> Makes him look like the company's pet gerbil. Well, maybe he is. You never know. So yeah, Victor's getting a divorce. Um, the the there's a twist with his character. Should we just say what it is now? Yeah, go for it. He's sleeping with Michael Caine's wife. Yeah, that's a thing. And Michael Caine somehow thinks that like this gives him. Like, this puts him on a moral, oh. like, an equal moral playing field. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you don't have the high ground anymore. I'm like, he absolutely still does, Michael Caine. Oh. <laughs> Which is worse? Banging someone's wife or banging someone's daughter? Well. When he says kids are survivors, I'm like, this doesn't bode well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I didn't even pick that. Oh, God. Yeah, that's because he. That's before he starts banging it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all going to. They're all going on a holiday to Rio, except for Michael Caine's wife. She's going somewhere else. <laughs> Can I just say, I love the little scene where she's like, nothing is wrong. Read your book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh right. yeah. yeah. That was good. You have to. You would have to do something for it to be something you did. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. that and was... he's like, I don't know. Like, what? Fuck a teenager? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he thinks. Will that save our marriage? Spoilers, it does. What? Yes. Jesus. It does. It does save their marriage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is the message of the film. <laughs> yeah. If your marriage is failing, go bang your friend's teenage daughter. She calls him Uncle Matthew. Oh, there's a line as well where she's like, I've never called you Matthew before. You're not uncle anymore. You're just plain Matthew. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this uh, is awesome. Uh, no, stop it. Uh, Stop it. Um, movie? This movie deserves in the naughty corner. It really, corner. yeah, but no, it would probably enjoy that too much. I think the naughty corner is too kinky at this um, point. Just send it to prison. Anyway, the acting's really bad. Surprise, surprise. Oh, yeah. Because then, yeah, because Victor's daughter comes, comes like, flying in on the plane, and it's so, like... Ah, oh. it's really awkward. Also, she's got braces on to signify that she's yeah, a teenager. Yeah, a retainer. Ugh. Ugh. I'm Yikes. like, do not sleep with this child. <laughs> Please do not yeah. sleep. It's just printed on her retainer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have like a, a plane scene where they're flying to Rio and there's like an advertisement for Rio <laughs> with dances and stuff. My comment was, a way to make a movie look less like dog shit. Cut an entire sequence from another better movie into the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that's one way of doing it. And then you see, um, and then you see the, of course, the famous statue of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course. Overlooking Rio, and um, I was like, please, Jesus, intervene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could use some of that in Rio. But no, they arrive at their hotel. Uh, there's a line of dialogue where I think it's Jennifer. She walks past to Lizard and is like, "Ew." I hate lizards. And Michael Caine's response is, yeah, lizards also hate lizards. Yeah. What is this? Oh, yeah. That was a weird line. Just some witty dad repartee. Is he... Is Is the lizard a metaphor for um, the elder male sexuality? I hope not. I did kind of laugh, though, at the moment where Victor is going through all of, like, the divorce papers and Mm. he gets so angry he slams it down and just yells, lawyers! I thought that was kind of (laughs) funny. Yeah. Yeah, his struggle with lawyers is pretty great. Mm. Yeah. But we do go to the bedroom that the two daughters are sleeping in. Oh, God. Oh, in exactly the same, like, thigh-revealing pose? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And Jennifer is like, Ah, your father is so sweet, Michael Caine's daughter. I used to have a crush on him. And then Michael Caine's daughter says, Me too, which is weird. Yeah, no, wait. Today on things no human woman would ever say. Yeah. I think it's supposed to mean the opposite, Dad. But it doesn't clarify. So that's good. 
That's great. And at this point, I'm confused. Which daughter's which at this point? Oh, yeah, me and too. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> Every now and then, we should check in and see where our uncomfortable meter is. Where were you sitting at at this point in the film, Sandy? Oh, just pretty, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, no, very is what I'd put this. A solid 9 out of 10. I didn't know whose daughter was which, because then she goes and spoons one of them. That was her dad, yeah. That was her dad. Okay. Be- better, worse? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. At this- I, don't- yeah. I don't know. And then the senora housekeeper. Yeah, the best character of this um, film. Enters the picture. She's yeah. pretty good. And the bit where he's like, good morning, senora. Or not. Like, <laughs> she senses his, like, fucked aura. <laughs> yeah. There's a scene where um, she walks in on the two doing their thing and mm. just stares at them with a very disappointed look. And I was like, this is the best character in the film. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I was yeah, kind yeah. of expecting there to be a lot of eye rolling. And there wasn't yeah. as much as I thought there would be, but there was mm. a lot of that kind of energy. More shock and horror, which is what I had for most of this film. Okay, so uh, they go to a beach. Every woman is brileless. And Michael Caine is like, oh, nudity. I don't like it. Sometimes when I get undressed, I almost wish that I could leave the room. Same. Well, you'll be real comfortable with it real soon, apparently. Also, weird dad chest hair alert. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which kind of makes it, gives it a little extra flavor. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... Extra flavor. <laughs> that, that, scene, <laughs> that scene with the two guitarists that walk oh, across yeah. the, that sort of walk across the beach. Yeah, no, I wrote down the music's really weird, and then next scene the two guys come out and I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> I was like, do you ever just walk across the beach playing acoustic guitar with your homie? <laughs> Absolutely in Rio. Because they were like into it. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. They oh, they're yeah. just jamming out. Also, all the topless women had bikini tans. They did. So mm. it was a requirement to be an extra in this film. Well, it's just like this isn't their natural state if they have bikini tans. Someone's yeah. told them to take off their bikini. Yeah, that's true. Ah, I didn't think Yeah, that. I was yeah. thinking that as well. I was like, did they just go to a beach where this happens and they're all extras that they paid because they're there, or did they specifically cast people for this? And it seems like they cast people for it. So mm. great. Great. Anyway, the uh, two daughters also also are like that. Yep. Yeah, I hate everything about this scene. Mm. Yep. And yep. he's getting all uncomfortable. Yeah, well, how yep. does the audience feel? <laughs> Did you think about that, Michael Caine? God. Very awkward. Feelings. It's more awkward now knowing that she's 17 as well. Yeah, no. Oh my God, she is. God, mm. they're probably not even finished developing yet. Sorry, did I make you guys cringe? Yeah, no. Yeah, thank you. Well, you made me watch this movie, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no. I should have just gone with the first movie. Good Lord. <laughs> Could have been like, boy, I hate romances. Great. Done. Movie's done. It's a baddie. <laughs> now we have to do this. And you know what? This one hasn't really improved my view on romances for some reason. Mm. One of the worst films ever. I've never, like, seen a movie that, like, actively leered. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I wrote, put those adolescent tits back where they came from, also help me. That was my, <laughs> my takeaway. Yeah. There was a wedding at some point? This Is this where the wedding comes in? Oh, yeah, they just joined some rando wedding. There's a wedding happening, so they just gate crash. The daughters gate crash a wedding. Victor goes off to get laid, and Michael Caine's like, "Oh, guess I'll go to the wedding as well." I had I had a quote from when they're in the uh, the restaurant with the classy singer, and yeah. the guy's like, "Oh, the girls keep looking at me," and then Michael Caine's like, 
maybe they're lawyers. Um, <laughs> That's quite funny, actually. Which I which I thought was good. Yeah, the reference, the lawyer part of this film was good. The rest of it wasn't. Yeah, there was another bit where it was like tell Victor to play with his settlement papers. Yeah. <laughs> Which was like the best burn of the movie. Yeah, the bits where they weren't focusing on banging their daughters were pretty good. I felt, and then it takes one random wedding to start daughter snogging. Apparently, mm. yeah. So what happens? Everyone runs into the sea. Yes, and so Michael Caine and and Jennifer are like, let's join as well. And then they 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 start snogging. Yeah. He's pretty against it. <laughs> not enough. But then he's not. I hate this. Maybe he's protesting a little bit too much, don't you think? It's so obvious that he doesn't want to... Like, as an actor, he he just wants to be elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because also she's 17 and he's... In real life. And he's genuinely an old man. He's quite an old man at this point. And we uh, fade to black. Thankfully. Yeah. Wait, but not before um, we get the shot Mm -hmm. of his face and the boob in his face. Oh, right. Yeah. There's that. A Batman is ruined forever, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I also kind of laughed at the moment, like, the morning after where he wakes up on the beach and his two friends come over and he just has to, like, yes. cover his yeah, crotch yeah, yeah. in sand. I thought that was kind of oh, funny. Oh, yeah, Peter and Elaine are here to bring some class to this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish they were there the whole movie to stop them banging. Um, that would have yeah. been great. Oh, there's that line where they're like, where's your wife? Where's Karen? And, he, and he's like... Karen's dead. Well, she's not really dead. Not in the sense that Karen is not alive, but Karen's dead. <laughs> Yes. That's me. I'm Karen. I'm dead, yes. but not really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the other dad is banging uh, uh, some lady with a cigar. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought it would be so refreshing to see two consenting adults. <laughs> yes. She talks about how she's banging a dude every day after the divorce. And he's like, yeah, I want to do that as well. Yeah, good yep. for her. <laughs> he's a team player, guys. I thought that was, look, of all the things in the movie, that's probably just... Yeah. The nicest, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Any any other movie might not be so into it. This movie, mm. a nice break. Yeah. Yep. So um, they go back to the villa, I guess, and Jennifer has a uh, small glass bottle full of sand that mm. they quote-unquote made love on. And that, yep, cool. Yep. Yeah, sure. That's something that you'd want to keep. Yep. Yep. This was the point where I wrote down, how is this movie made by the guy that made Singing in the Rain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that no. was when I just wrote this in all caps. I was very just angry. and. I don't know what this line is in reference to, but mm-hmm. I wrote down, I am the distressed white peacock. I am laying eggs of discomfort. <laughs> uh, I think Michael Caine <laughs> says that at some point because he's super, uh, like, uh, if for some reason, he's feeling rather awkward hanging around uh, his friend. When that is the daughter that he just banged is also around. Yeah. Well, the white peacock obviously has some sort of altercation at this point in the movie. Mm. (laughs) Also, do they never say the word sex? Nope. They only say it's always like like making love or you know when we yeah and they like don't finish the sentence. Yeah, yeah. Because they were trying to get that that kid market in. (laughs) They were Mm. like, we don't want this movie to be rated R. We're gonna Mm. do. Oh god! And then the worst conversation in the film happens soon. Is that where they're at the table? No, it's when they're together, and he talks about when he first oh, kissed yeah. her. Oh no! Don't no no! Don't bring it up! No. Yeah. Wait, but before then, but before then, the dads make a salad, 
and she and um Demi Moore's decided that she's a vegetarian. Mm, yeah. Do you remember? And he said she's like, I don't eat anything with parents. And he says, We have artichokes, they're orphans. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I like that. that and funny. I just enjoyed that. Uh and then and then the and then the boyfriend grabs some meat off the table and starts eating it and he's like, Well, he's a meat eater. Diego, yeah. Diego, yeah. The movie illustrates my point that no living human woman with a beating heart would choose Michael Caine in a world where Diego exists. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we didn't mention that Demi Moore saw them on, on the beach. Oh, mm. yeah. Poor thing. She's aware of the whole thing. Yeah, and when it's when um, her friend's like, do you hate me? And she's like, no, I hate him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Finally, a normal human reaction. Yeah. Mm. I've got a quote here, and I'm not sure what it's in reference to, but it's, um, you got milk all over your whiskers, pussycat. That, that's what, because the, oh god, it's because the, the, his friend, Michael Caine's friend is like, hey, you banged someone last night, tell me all about it. And he's like, uh... I don't want to tell you because it was your daughter, whoa. And that's the line he <laughs> uses to say that he banged someone. Just bro talk. Yep. It's better than the the talk about the the baby talk. All right, let's do the baby. I wrote down uh, the whole. Really? Oh god! It just because I just wanted to portray how awful this movie is. Yeah. It. <laughs> it. This. This. This is the crowning glory. I think of I it. took a break at this moment from this yeah. movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah. Just. Just a prayer break. Just a quick. <laughs> yeah, quick yeah. prayer break. I'm not. I'm not religious, but like, good lord. <laughs> this film made you yeah i needed to call in some jesus at this point this film needs a bit more jesus in it yeah so victor goes off to do his thing and michael kane and jennifer are left alone and yep. so they're in a hammock and michael kane just brings this up in what i guess is meant to be a ha 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 like we're remembering the old times. It's almost meant to be... It's in, meant to be endearing. It's meant to be endearing. It's meant to be... Ugh. I almost want to use the word romantic, but I definitely don't. And the line here is, I remember the first time I kissed you. And you're like, mm. oh, on the beach the other night. Nope, it was at your christening. Ugh. The pasta was powdering your bottom. And Ugh. I said, I want to kiss it. So I did. And then she responds with, how dare you drive a tiny baby wild with desire. <laughs> that's the actual Oh, line. That's, that's the actual line. Yeah. Ugh. I miss Kevin Bacon and his skeleton face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to go back to that movie? Yeah. Can we? Yeah. yeah. This is simpler times. Simpler times. Yeah, simpler times. I liked it when they drove the tractors at each other. Yeah. And they were playing chicken. And then the guy got stuck. And he couldn't get out, so he had to play chicken at the last minute, you know? Yeah. It's just... Ugh. I think I gagged at a point in this. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, bit, that talk was disgusting. Why did it make the cut of the film? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, she goes to some native god to try and help them <laughs> bang. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about this. She's like... Yeah, I didn't mention this at all because it's so irrelevant. <laughs> I mentioned it because it's random. Just a little bit of Orientalism for you. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. threw it in there. Because she's like, hey, God, help me bang my <laughs> friend's dad. We have a part where Victor wakes up or he's drinking some coffee. Mm. And he's like, why is coffee? Why does coffee always taste better when someone else makes it? Oh, and I yeah. just thought, maybe you're just bad at making coffee, yeah, Victor. No, that's what I thought as well. I thought, maybe you're just really bad at making coffee, dude. 
Maybe it's because you suck, and every time other people make it, they just make a normal coffee, whereas you just mess it up somehow. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, she tells Dad that she's been banging some older dude. Yep. And he's like, what? We made a pact that you were going to tell me everything for some reason. Which is weird, but in the context of the movie, kind of slides under the radar. Yeah. Oh, I brought out my calculator at this point because she mentions um, he's 43, uh, 25 mm. years older than me. And I was like, cool. I'm going to see how old she is. They went there. How much? They wh- went there. Was it 17? Well, it's actually, it's 18. It's 18. But... All right. Mm. She's legal. But the actress isn't, which is the somehow. The actress is 17. Yeah, no, that's Bad cool. in an unusual way for Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Because usually the character is not legal, but the actress is. Exactly. Mm. Which has been pretty much every film we've done this year. The 80s was a special time, wasn't it, gentlemen? The 80s is a special. So the, the dad gets Michael Caine to go on a date with his daughter to find, to out, try and find out who yes. the person is that's banging. And it's just like, ah... Uh, Meanwhile, she's taken, like, a saucy photo of herself to give to him. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And then they have random Asian racism because they have a creepy old Asian that tries to get a picture of the picture. Hollywood still hasn't forgiven the Japanese for Pearl Harbor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'd say that's, that's controversial, but we've so far had a guy banging an underaged person. <laughs> so, you know what? <laughs> That's probably fine. Oh, there's this whole discussion where Michael Caine's like, I'm going to die before you're my age. And she's like, I'm cool with that. Mm. <laughs> can you can you hurry it up, Michael? Mm. I, I wrote down here, and I can't remember what the context was, but can I not just leave the movie and join these street musicians for the next 40 minutes? Oh, yeah, because they, they're walking around and there's some great street musicians. Like, there's some funky mm-hmm. guys. There's some young guys that are, like, jamming out. Yeah. They find a diary. Like, he finds... Mm. Mm, yeah, Victor finds a diary. And, of course, Michael Caine's like, No! Don't look in the diary! That's an invasion of privacy! Yeah. And then he reads through the diary, and he gets, like, a vague description of the old man. <laughs> and yeah, the diary's like, Ah, he's got blue eyes, and Michael Caine really puts on sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these weird, like, child red brimmed just the the tiniest tiniest sunglasses you've ever seen yeah yeah i swear i had a pair of sunglasses that looked like that except they were pokemon branded nice nice is this where they go to the club yeah because uh (laughs) they talk to other daughter who hasn't been banging dads and she's like they frame this like lounge singer yeah she's like yo yeah she's been banging loads of dudes she banged that singer guy Mm. And the the other guy dancer the yeah she lays a false trail for them to follow. They go to this party club and um, mm. Michael Caine has to get up on stage and dance and somehow he looks more awkward on stage dancing than he has in any other scene in the film. He also dances like my nan as well as looking like my nan. It's weird. He seems old before he even gets old, <laughs> which is impressive. Which yeah. really helps this film, I feel, spread that age gap even wider than it needed it's to be. It's truly a miracle that yeah. he, like, was able to get any roles, like, was able to make and, any yeah. sort of respectable name for himself after this movie. Well, the problem is he he made one beforehand, which mm. is probably what he coasted on, and then they just sort of ignore this film ever happening. That's what I would do. 
Yeah, like, mm. what would you say? Like, would you say the blame is on Michael Caine, or the blame is on the writers, directors, and studio? Sandra, I think we all know that the blame is on Rio. Yeah, the wow. blame's on Rio. Wow, boo, no, <laughs> got it. Oh, nice. God. Anyway, he beats up the uh, singer dude yeah. because he starts singing to his daughter, and then Michael Caine breaks him up by pointing out the fact that he has brown eyes. Oh, and then uh, they go out of the club and long story short, Michael Caine is just like, it's me. And as soon as he tells Victor <laughs> that it's him, lightning flashes. And they do this twice. They do this twice. Every time he says, yes, it's me, oh lightning just flashes for no reason. I, 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 oh my God. My reaction to this was great. Lightning, I wish it would strike me and kill me now. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so melodramatic. It was so dumb. <laughs> it just turned into a soap opera. Yeah, it really oh, did. Oh, and then she tries to overdose on birth control pills, which is impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she would get sick, but she wouldn't die. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't even get that sick. Worst case scenario, look, I'm so, sorry if this is TMI, but worst case scenario, she would uh, just have a bit of vaginal bleeding. Yeah. Mm. Like, her dad's reaction is, oh, I'm glad she's alive, but tell me, does she have a beard now? Yeah. Yeah, oh, because it's like a hormonal thing, but also because she's a child and she doesn't know how things work. Yep. Mm. Because she's a child. Anyway, Michael Caine's wife she comes to Rio because the daughter's like, you should probably come over and yep. just sort this out. Karen's here. Karen. Karen's here to make things worse. So we find out that the the wife's been banging his friend? Victor, yeah. Well, and he's banging the daughter and it's all a big banging mess. And he's like, Victor, how dare you be mad at me for banging your underage daughter when you've been banging my not underage wife and victor's response is well at least your wife isn't anybody's daughter well it's an actual quote yes which is not really the point (laughs) yeah no it's not the point i guess they didn't want to use the word underage for some reason (laughs) yeah the same reason they didn't want to use the word sex (laughs) yeah yeah then then they uh, she's fine, so they come back, and then the Michael Caine has to use uh, what's his friend's bed because no one else will let him sleep in their bed. And suddenly we're in like a forty screwball buddy comedy. <laughs> yes, yeah. To stop fighting each other. It's just like physical comedy for no reason. Well, there's your um singing in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, then the maid comes in as they're fighting, and of course it looks like they're banging. Yeah, I know. There was a lot of like sort of. <laughs> gay baiting yeah there's a lot in this film as if that's like more salacious than what's actually happening <laughs> no, mm. right. Ugh. why did the maid go in is she deaf did they say she's deaf at some point uh she speaks in sign language so yeah Maybe. right yeah so she's deaf that's why she walks in okay i'll just clarifying because like that's way more like internal logic than i would expect from this film. yeah no <laughs> i'm pretty sure they they say she's deaf so she she walks in and sees them they, they are talk about careful with the balls or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, anyway. he, he hit him in the balls and he's like, oh, my balls or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, be careful with the, my balls as she walks in. And she crosses herself. Yeah, she does the cross and she leaves. For all the good it'll do it because Jesus seems to be nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all just go their separate ways, but they're all friends now. Yep. So they all hug. And everyone gets back together. Yep. And Karen just lets him have this, like, emotional heart-to-heart with the teenager that he's been shtupping. Yeah, that was... Like, she wouldn't be calling the police. Because she met some dude at the hospital. 
And then mm. she's like, yeah, I'm over you now, Michael Caine. Mm. Yep, we get a monologue to end it. One year later, uh, Victor gets divorced from his wife and then they marry again. Um, mm. And Michael Caine and his wife are still going strong. Ain't love crazy. And then we get a little extra boob at the end as a treat. We do. In like a floating... <laughs> Yeah. Little box next to the credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely rating this one a goodie. Gotta love that <laughs> Michael Caine. Oof. This look, we've done mm. some pretty questionable movies. Mm. But none of them have been gross. And this is Yeah. This is Sleazy. This is like the intentions Woof. behind making this are disgusting. The fact that this was a major studio movie, this like Yeah. MGM financed this. It's the director of Singing mm. in the Rain. Michael Caine's in it. Like, mm. it's a major movie and it's just, it's not, it's not good. It's awful. If I had a copy of it, I would burn it. I would rate this a way too oldie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we've got, we can rate it an oldie, but we can rate it worse than an oldie. Oh, really? The worst than an oldie award was originally called the Vincent Deceasement Award, named after a movie called Intersection, which this mm. is worse than, I think. I was going to yep. be like, why don't you call it the Go to Jail <laughs> Award? Yeah. <laughs> do not pass go. <laughs> I do kind of want to give it the Go to Jail Award, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, Go to Jail Award. Absolutely. Should we just do that? Just give it the Go to Jail Award, which is like worse than a cracked. Yep whatever we rated crackers which was the one that got worse than an oldie when a movie's so bad it's criminal <laughs> yeah literally Let's go to jail um yeah so i feel like we've learned a valuable lesson here when there is an alternate choice that sounds like a very funny episode that we can riff on just don't, maybe don't just don't do it <laughs> just don't <laughs> mm. uh, but that's episode go. 69 thanks so much for having me back yeah <laughs> well also lose my number. <laughs> wow. That's fair. No, that's very fair. Uh, so usually we pitch a sequel, but I don't want to. Sequel is they all go to jail. <laughs> yeah. The, it, it opens with them in jail and finishes with them in jail. And, that's and it's, the movie. yeah, it's just two seconds long. <laughs> yeah. It's just the judge going guilty. I sentence you to 25 oh. years. <laughs> Clunk. In jail, <laughs> and then and then blame it on Rio plays him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a sad acoustic version of blame it on Rio. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I yeah, just moving on. <laughs> yeah, time for raving reviews. Oh, here we go. Excellent. It's the part of the show where I get reviews from Rotten Tomatoes from the audience. See what they had to say. There was uh, a bit of criticism for this film. No. Wow, really? I can't imagine why. Why? For a few uh, bits of this film. Um, But some people like the jokes. Uh, You guys, you guys are going to battle it out. Feel what uh, score did these guys uh, rate this? Out of five. Out of five. All right, Sander, I'm the rating champ, so. Uh, Yeah, you did beat Sandro last time. Put on, yeah. Absolutely destroyed. Harrison says... This movie was pretty dumb. <laughs> Which I think we can all agree. Is that the whole review? <laughs> That's the whole review. And one star. You can rate it one star? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go two. Two stars. Oh, you're both very close. It's 1.5. Uh-huh. Right in the middle there. Right in the middle. Uh, double O, which said, I kind of thought Michael uh, Johnson was hot. Hang on. What? Is that? I kind of thought Michael Johnson was hot. I think they mean Michael Caine. Michael Johnson is an athlete. Yep. Also wasn't born when this film came out. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Yep, I am aware. 
I think three stars. I'm going to go th- two and a half. It was three stars. Well hey. done. I'm impressed. You clearly, so clearly know game. how hot Michael Johnson is. <laughs> I, know how, I know how many stars to give a hottie. Uh, then we have Porsche, who says, apparently it's okay to sleep with your buddy's daughter. Whoa. One star. Because it sounds sarcastic. Yeah. And it should be sarcastic. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go one and a half. One and a half? Okay. It's 0. 0.5. Zero point five. Yeah. It's not okay. Cresswell said, my name is Michael Kane. Uh, one. <laughs> one? One star? <laughs> it's two stars. Okay. Oh, I thought you guys could have clearly picked up on that one. I mean, I thought that was obvious, but you know. Oh, well. Uh, this one should be more obvious. I think you guys should get this. Uh, Private mm. says, I think I was a bit young... A bit too young when I saw this one. Thanks, oh, no. Cinemax, for enlightening me. Cinemax? Yes, Cinemax. Uh, apparently, you could have seen this in Cinemax at some point. That means that this film's been shown on TV. Yep. Which just makes it worse, in my opinion. Yep. I'm going to give two and a half. I'm going to go one and a half. One and a half. Oh, Sandra gets this one with one Ooh, and a half. First time. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I had to rub it in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's not talk about first times. No. Um, Rodney... <laughs> says was a, a very good twist in this movie would be good to see a remake as this is very old nowadays three stars I, <laughs> yep three and a half no it's three out of five it's three out of five three. well done yes. two for sandy yeah 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 and then we have the uh weather <laughs> says the weather <laughs> Poor old Michael Caine getting more bang for his buck, so to speak. More <laughs> bang for his buck, no. <laughs> Solitary Rio scenes in a young Demi adds up to, to fun in the sun. Oh, God, it's spelt so poorly. Three and a half. Five out of five. It's two out of five. Good, good. <laughs> yep. Two out of five, yep. And finally... I think uh, Richard really sums this one up for uh, for everyone, which is, yes, I think I actually saw this. <laughs> 0.5. Uh, yeah, I was going to go 0.5 as well. Yep, it's 0.5. Yeah. Well done. There you go. So I think Sandy wins this one once again. Yep. And I think we're all sick of talking about this film. Yep, let's end it. This has been... Yay! This has been Oldie Buddy Goody. When you you two and I next meet, we're just going to be, like, sitting around in a circle, smoking, like, a roach. <laughs> Tiny little butt of cigarette, like Vietnam veterans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just thousand-yard stares. Yeah. And people will be like, what's wrong? And we'll be like, you weren't there, man. You weren't there. You won't understand. Like, when we were like, let's do this movie for episode 69, we've been planning this for like um, like two months at this mm. point. Like all of us have been like, mm. yeah, th- this yeah. is happening for the last two months. It sounded like a fun thing to do. And no, yeah. no, no. It had been a mistake. It was, mm. we shouldn't have As done it, this. Well, I, I was going in with a more positive look, but talking about it didn't help. Only made it worse <laughs> for, for some reason. And I can't imagine why. So, mm. yeah, look, I'm sorry, Sandy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your apology. I forgive you. <laughs> wow. If you want to follow Sandy's show, there are links in the episode description. Check it out. Mm. Um, Illiterature, 
as in literature. All right, check mm. that out. I'm sure it won't Thank be as you. awkward as everything we just did. Yeah, yeah well, we haven't <laughs> done Lolita yet. So. Oh, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ugh. are you going to do that at one point? Probably. Oh, jeez. Thanks for the plug. No worries. Yeah, check yeah. out Nerd Out if you want. It's fun. We mm. talk about things that aren't gross. Yep. You can like the show on Facebook if you want, but if you unlike it based on this episode, I don't blame you. We're also on YouTube, yep. emails, everything in the description. Zach, you're picking mm. next week's episode. Yeah, what's what's next week's episode? Hopefully something not so garbage. You've got four choices, but there's also a twist that I'll get oh. to after you pick. Oh. I'm happy about the twist, actually. I think it'll be fun. Mm. So, next week, your choices are Alphabet City one of the other mm-hmm. films. It's about a young gangster named Johnny who is given control over his own neighbourhood by the mob. Uh, cool. You've also got The Bounty. Mel Gibson and Anthony Hopkins star in a movie. It's based off the mutiny on The Bounty. It's out on the, the, it's out on the seas and there's a mutiny. Oh, okay. I like that one. Yeah. It is a good story. That sounds fun. Uh, then you've got 16 Candles. It's a quote-unquote mm. classic uh, in that I don't think it holds up. But anyway, it's a quote-unquote classic... <laughs> Because it's by John Hughes. Yeah. Coming of age film about Samantha. Um, She's about to turn 16 and like her parents start to ignore her and classic coming of age stuff. And then your fourth and final option is Breakin', also known as Breakdancing. Uh, It's a comedy about breakdancing. Oh my God, you guys have to do that one because you're both dancers. Yeah. Yeah. You think that one? I I think that one too. That uh, that sounds quite interesting, Sandra. The breakdancing comedy one. (laughs) Uh, I think uh, think we should go with that one, Sandra. You want to do some breakdancing comedy? It sounds like it'd be quite nice and innocent compared to this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely want to do uh, that one. I'm glad that we're going to be doing that one next week and not something else entirely because that would be good. Okay, so... Here's the thing, Zach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Here's the thing. I sense something suspicious going on. Oh, no. What do you mean? A few a few episodes ago, someone asked when we're going to be doing Three Ninjas 4. And oh, no. we said on the one-year anniversary of our Three Ninjas episode from last year. <gasps> oh, no. That's next week. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, no. Why? Why did it have to be so soon after this? So next... I wanted to do something good. You guys are suckers for punishment, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, apparently. Hopefully it'll be better than this week. At least it'll be entertaining, that's I for sure. I think so. Hulk Hogan's in it. Yes, that's that's what I'm hoping for. All right, so next week we're doing Breakin', also known as Breakdancing, depending on what country you're in, and also Three Ninjas for High Noon on Mega Mountain is the title of that one. We usually end yep. with our favourite quote of uh, the movie that we just watched. Um, I'm going to go with, they're looking at me. And Michael Caine's like, maybe they're lawyers. <laughs> we have artichokes, they're orphans. <laughs> That's a good one. My favorite yeah, quote yeah. is, um, ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the audience quote. Yeah, that's all of us. Ew, ew, Yikes. Yeah. I honestly feel deflated. Yeah. Is the word that comes to mind. He's like, something was taken from you. Yeah. <laughs> Your innocence. Yikes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.